I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ass or titties? Because that's the only question that matters. Do you like guys with nice titties? Well, I have news for you. Do you like guys with a fat bunda? Well, holler at me. But if you need a guy with a nice personality, this ain't it, chief. So if you're a galley with a nice bunda, hit me up. If you're a galley with nice titties, hit me up. And if you have both of them, well, then actually you deserve better. So yeah, hit me up. I still have 10 seconds left, so I'll just... You know what? Can I get a hoe? Nigga, this is my shit. Welcome to the city of God. Pop was the king of New York. Now I'm the nigga in charge. Only the drillers, the city is ours. Found out the option, we pick them apart. I give them my time, so I give them my heart. If the city let me, then they're really a star. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Menno. You can find me on Instagram at pops.culture. Or on Twitter at Papa Omeno. As always, I am joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Epar. Gabe, how you doing? One today? and only. I'm doing. I'm doing fairly okay. I don't know, man. The mornings. You know, what? you're a morning kind of person, but like, yeah, morning mornings. is like dog. It's like you, you. It's like being born, and you just like you know everything's gonna be terrible. So you just like sit. I just. I'm good now. Like I'm Gucci. I got out, did stuff, cleaned my room, found some job applications, yada yada yada. Like answer people back. Um, but the first hour, I'm like, I'm not gonna make peace. Like I just can't keep fucking doing this. Like I just, I, I don't know how people wake up and look like it's just pain. It's nothing but pain. Anyway, so I, I got up, um, got some good sleep. But so the most bizarre thing happened I've never had this before so say it was Thursday night I went to bed 11 12 1 like around that time right woke yeah. up at 6 5 a.m that same night so like just going into Thursday um like whatever did my day I was fine Saturday it comes get into bed not one wink of sleep like I don't fade away or anything um, like I don't like slowly drift away. Like I'm wide awake, looking at the ceiling, then like scrolling my phone, trying to bury my face. So I go through the next day. I haven't slept yet. Like I've like had barely, I've had four hours of sleep, like almost 48 hours. 
And then the next day I'm like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to get a couple sleeping pills. Like I'm just going to sleep for like, like I, was, I couldn't even watch like the Super Bowl. Essentially, I was so fucking exhausted. Um, no wait, so this you, is Friday. You slept during the Super Bowl. No, no, no. This is no, no. This is wait Saturday night. So Friday morning, from Friday morning to Saturday night, I I didn't sleep one one blink, not like one. I was fully awake. Then Saturday day, I had shit to do though, and I didn't feel that tired. I just felt like kind of loopy and stuff you know what i mean but i had a bunch of stuff to do and then saturday night comes and i still don't sleep not one wink of sleep not one like not like pass out for a second literally i'm just sitting here i go downstairs walk around like so i'm going on 72 hours of sleep and then i google it it's like go to the hospital if you've gone if you've gotten more than 72 hours of sleep (laughs) and i'm like I'm like, no, that's not that I think I'm only on like, I, yeah, <laughs> no, I was, and that's the thing. I was like, good. Like I didn't have anything. I had like a glass of wine and like over the counter sleeping pills and I couldn't fall asleep after it. And then, so Sunday, I don't get any sleep. Sunday comes around. I'm, I can't even see the Super Bowl. Like I'm hearing and seeing things now. So like when you get sleep deprivation, you get like, you hear auditory sounds that aren't even there. Like people whispering and stuff yeah, and, like, yeah, everything, yeah. and everything's like like whatever like wavy and stuff and it was actually like i felt like, like schizophrenic like, it was like freaking out and i'm like oh my god like this is fucked to like i i can't see i can't talk and i was looking at all my messages i was sending people when they're talking to me they're like are you okay and i'm like blah, 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 blah. like may the force be with you and then just like disappearing and shit and everyone's like where the fuck is this guy and i wobbled out like outside and like got an uber to the hospital um and then they're just like what's wrong with you i was like um i haven't slept in 72 hours so they're like okay i wait there whatever they give me an iv with ativan directly right into it Do you know what, ativan is? what is ativan it's xanax okay so that's supposed to knock you out almost immediately yeah, like it'll like calm you down because like when you're really really tired, your heart rate actually just goes faster and faster, right? So it slows everything down. I've never had it right in, like Xanax right into my veins, and I was like literally, oh my god! Um, and, but I was so high, so they're like, okay, just walk around with this for a while, um, and that. And I was like, fuck, I've been here for three hours. This is such a waste. So I call it Uber. And I take the the IV bag with me. No way. <laughs> I rip it off and I rip the IV, IV, IV bag off and go and get in the cab with the IV bag in my hand. And I go home and I come home and I sit in bed and I just I let that puppy like, because you know what they also said? I was like, can I get some more Advan like to go the next couple of days? Because I haven't been able to sleep. They're like, no. I was like, okay, well. I'm just going to call a drug dealer and get like fentanyl if you don't do that. Um, like, just give me some out of that. Like, yeah. Well, it's, it's one or another. Like I, I'm not going to like, I was like that's, a good, five that's a good bluff, bro. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. No, usually it works, man. I've done that all the time. That's what I did with my Adderall. I was like, I'm going to just go get Coke if you don't give me my Adderall prescription. And he gave it to me. I was like, I will OD right in your office. So you pay. Um, but they wouldn't give me the Ativan. So I'm sitting in the back of an Uber holding a Ativan um, IV bag 
on my phone messaging my friend for for Xanax, being like, hey, I really need this for the next couple of days. So I get home, he meets me there, I walk into my house, there's a almost empty IV bag. And I just go sit in my bed and let it drain out. And I'm like, and then I had to Google how to take it out. And that was my Sunday. And I made Super Bowl Sunday completely. I was gonna say that's probably way better than Super Bowl Sunday. Like, yeah, no, that I was like, insane. I wasn't even into Super Bowl Sunday either this year. So, yeah, honestly, for me, I kind of wasn't either. But man, so many questions I have about this story. First of all, so okay, so you fell asleep that Sunday though. Like, were you able to sleep? Yeah. And then, and so I'm already though. This was insane. It still took even Sunday night. This is after almost 72 hours without sleep like you can die after the third day you can die yeah that's actually crazy because you're not supposed to be up that long maybe maybe the sleeping pills you took were the things that kept you up maybe but i waited to like the last day to try those ones and stuff and like it was so funny did you mix it with anything no like i just had a glass of wine but i always do that like yeah that's, I mean, that's so weird that's, that's not i that's what honestly that's what's so freaking me out. like i've always been a bad sleeper but legit three days and like i was hearing things and seeing things and like it was yeah man yo, those, those auditory hallucinations get scary too i've had Have that had happen to me one i've had it happen to me one time and it's actually fucking freaky because you think someone's saying something to you and like they're not saying anything it's like yeah what the fuck is going on yeah so it was, I, it was nuts man i'd break into my fucking mom's room and i'd be like what are you talking about you talking about me <laughs> no those are just the hallucinations son um, yeah that's fucked and then you, I, I, you start to, i see shadow people though too like out of the corner of my eye like it'll seem like someone's running by and stuff like that yeah fucked. that's that's trippy as hell it was it was super yeah it was super trippy it was like it was, yeah i just didn't think anything would like i was like okay i'll be fine i'm fine and it wasn't like i was like super super tired i was like i didn't even come close to like fading so i was like what could possibly be going on so i don't like i've been on my medications past the side effect the point now it's been like six months so i can't really see it being that and i i, I mean i don't know and even on Sunday Wait, you're, night, you're on a separate med you're on a separate med from the sleeping pills dude i'm on five six different meds oh day. dude that's probably it then <laughs> like probably all the mixture of all those medications is probably what kept yeah, you but awake. i'm saying i've been on them forever it's never done yeah, but then that, you said though. you took the you took the over the counter pills. Maybe this one time you, know, you I, took I do them that all the time too. Though that's I've never done like this routine and stuff. I've I never changed anything. That I haven't been doing for like four or five years. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I I personally think I mean I'm not a doctor here, but I personally think that it's probably your body probably just I don't know couldn't handle it for the last time like this is probably the last straw oh, yeah, of, you, of you of you doing that and the body's like nah fuck that yeah we can't we can't deal with this shit anymore and that's probably what Pushing happened it to the limit yeah, yeah that, that'd be I'd my guess i'm starting to get that too i was getting like pains in my kidneys and all this stuff and like my chest and that as well so i was like all right man if this is it this is it but like we gotta come up with a good story because i don't want my parents to be like yeah i od'd on nyquil yeah because med like medications are hard to process by your body like they're not easy to go through your liver and shit so i oh, feel no. after doing it for a while your probably your liver probably just like yo this is too much and something but, backfired but so like remember when i had that like kidney failure thing in toronto when i first got there 
remember I was really sick and I had to go to like a hospital, a bunch of acute kidney failure. It was like, I was first there and I went a bunch of times. Were we, were we friends at this no, point? We I don't were, remember. We were, well, yeah, this is when I was, came back for the PR program. But oh, it was okay. in the summer, I was just there. So we didn't talk that much up until, anyways, I had a, I had a kidney failure because of these shitty meds I was on. But the thing is, because I'm on all these meds, I get a month or every two months blood test and everything to make sure it's okay. And yeah. he said it's run. Everything's running fine. The last time I did that, so I mean, obviously, if it happens one more time, then I'll take care of it. But it was fucking wild, dude. And my Instagram messages to people for the last two, three days are so embarrassing. Can't even like be coherent. Like not flirting with. Like I just not coherent. Like the, the banana and stuff. Like I didn't realize how fucking out of it I was. Oh man! I mean, the, the the situation at large is not hilarious, but no, it's hilarious. We left now. <laughs> fun now but... And the things I had an amazing day yesterday. I crushed it. I did so much shit after like I got seven hours of sleep the day before that, and I had therapy in the morning, and then crushed it. I cleaned up the guest room, got a bunch of work done, did a bunch of errands and stuff. I'm just like this doesn't make any fucking sense. Like I should still be exhausted as shit because I'm still like twenty four hours behind. But human body is a fucking disgrace. I think you catch up after, even though you are behind in hours. I think if you get like one or two good sleeps, you you end up catching up from that point on. Fair, fair. But I mean, yeah, that's a really great story for 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 Valentine's slash Super Super Bowl weekend. So I can kind of guess where your where your plans went on Monday, essentially. Oh, I was fine on Monday. I kind of ducked and dodged the lonely girl um, hangout things and stuff. So it was fine. But it's also wait, you you dodged it as in you had someone, or you dodged it as in you just didn't have to talk to anybody. Request like, like, oh, what are you doing? And as I know where this is going. Oh, lucky you, man. (laughs) Uh, Bro, okay. Also, the desperation of girls on these days. I told you this. I've told you this for the past three years, man. I got like five new follows. Valentine's and Halloween, bro. Yeah, Valentine's. Last night, I got five new follows from like some baddies, too, who are like real, like normal people. We have friends in common and stuff. And then I like I don't use Hinge at all. And I just checked. I was like, oh, let's see the day after Valentine's Day. That shit was fired up for people. And then today on Instagram, too, I had, like, four or five more follows of just, like, girls. I'm like, y'all are so weak. You can't even wait a day. And these aren't bots, though, right? Because I've been getting a lot what? of bot requests. No, these aren't- these, I'm, I'm only counting the real ones. Like, the, the North Van, like, I know friends of friends type girls. Like, they exist. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, the bot ones I don't even entertain. Those are for old Indian men to think they're real, but <laughs> boob, please. Yeah, like titty, titties and boobs. <laughs> titties and boobs. They don't even spell boobs, right? They say like Bob. <laughs> yeah. Fucking you're sold on me, buddy. But yeah, man, I told you Valentine's Day and Halloween are probably the two days where women are the most like not Valentine's desperate. Halloween, they're not desperate. It's just that they're more willing to give it up on Halloween. But um, funny enough that you mentioned that, too, because the most listened to song on Valentine's Day this year was Mariah Carey's We Belong Together, which is which is an absolute banger. Like, I love that song in general, but it does not surprise me that that is the song that was played the most on Spotify um, on Monday. So. 
No, not at all. I mean, she lives off those royalty checks, eh? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. It was like Christmas, she eats good, and I guess now she's got Valentine's Day to supplement the post-Christmas thing. Well, think about it. Your, your best-selling album will be always be the best-selling. Like, every Christmas, it becomes a best-selling album. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, like, uh, that's never going to fall off. Like, the fact that that'd be like, I don't know, fucking the Carter 3 has a month where it becomes number one album every year. Like, it's pretty crazy that Mariah like chops, tops the billboard um, every year for like 20 years. Yeah. Shout out to her. So she doesn't one, need to make music. One of my first celebrity crushes. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is episode 118 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. Really does us a huge favor, gets us up in the algorithm, so we do appreciate it. Uh, on Spotify now, they've actually added a rating system. So if you can rate us on Spotify, if you're listening out there, be super appreciative of that. Uh, salute as well, too. I don't know if someone, one of our listeners or someone out there done this for us or if Reasons just ends up finding podcasts. But we're now on Reasons.fm, which is another podcasting site. Um, they host podcasts and they have an app as well, too. So shout out to whoever recommended us or whoever ended up getting us on there. We appreciate it. It's cool to be on another app. So we're also on Reason FM. If you're on the app, check us out. Um, give us a rate there. I think the cool thing about that as well, too, is that they also have on that app like an, a way for you to kind of collaborate with other podcasters. So you can like find guests on there as well, too. So I'll definitely look cool. into that, which is pretty dope. But yeah, we're going to start off this episode uh, with The Tinder Swindler, one of Netflix's Ooh. best shows in a while. Uh, this documentary is absolutely hilarious. I actually didn't know that it was an article that came out a couple of years ago. I, I feel like I might have heard of it, but I'm not too sure if I did or not. But so um, this is Tinder King, and it's way more relatable. I mean, Lion King. What do you mean it's this year's Lion? You mean like it's just um, hot right now around the not, same? Not Lion King, bro. Tiger King. Tiger King. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this that year is like, and it's way more relatable for me. Like, what do I know about raising tigers? What do I know about playing women? A lot. So this is this is right up your alley. This is my forte. Yeah. Kelly needs to have me back on. I'll break this down scene by scene. I'll be like John Madden at NFL games, but with Tinder fucking Flinder. I'll just have my yellow pen writing on the screen. It's like this is where he went right, and this is where he went wrong. Well, I mean, this is what we're here to do today because I do have some notes on on the fact that it went down. Um, and as someone who's been arrested for this fraud before, and <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Gabe was not. Gabe was not oh, actually arrested. Yo, oh, <laughs> for some reason God, that this, meme still works. But this year worked wor- when I posted it. It worked more than ever. Like so. Many, this is the funniest part. Oh my God! This is the this is this is the funniest part. I, can't, I have to say this. So like, I had probably like 20 people ask me if it's real. Oh and my stuff. god! And yeah, and then I was like, "Of course not," and stuff. But then I noticed there was like two girls that um, kind of like we don't really talk about. We kind of flirt with whatever and type thing. And she's like, she's like, she just laughed. So I assumed she didn't know it was real. And then we started talking. She's like, "Oh, like, do you want to grab a drink and stuff?" Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm down." And then she's like, she's like, "Just make sure you like don't twinner like twin Twitter snit whatever." Swindler, 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 yeah, and and then I just laugh and stuff, and then we start, we keep talking, and she's like, so like, 
what do you do to those girls? Like, how does that happen? And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm like, excuse me, what? And she's like, yeah, like you, you do like you rip off girls and stuff or whatever. I don't. Do you actually rip them off, or do they? Is it gifts? And I'm like, ma'am, what? You thought this was real, and then you proceeded to ask yeah, me out. Yeah, on a that's, date? that's what I'm trying to Are figure you out. <laughs> fucking nuts! Like you think I was on CP24? For fucking stealing credit cards. You think I'm 27? Yeah, like it's okay. Well, 27 is the most realistic thing here, you piece of shit. Like, <laughs> that's the one thing you can't believe, you asshole. Mm. Um, and I was just astonished, and she still, and she still fucking messages me, and I'm just like, this girl is fucking. I don't. Know. And it's weird though, because she's one of those girls that like. She's one of those like Botox girls that like, guys pay for everything and like you know what I mean? They drive her nice car. She's just like one of those Toronto girl type people. Botox lips, like guys pay for everything. 20 dudes in her DM. And then she asked me, she like messaged me and was like, let's come over. And I was like, I can't. And then she's like, I go for drinks, blah, blah, blah. And I found out that she thought that was real. And I'm like, are we just having a scammer connection or something like that? Like, you scam guys and I scam guys or like or girls? It was just really bizarre because this girl's like an IG girl. And then she was on pursuing me thinking I'm a felon. Like, I was like, Jesus Christ. It was the thrill of it all that she was really into. No, and these are going to be the same bitches. Like, why can't he find a good man? <laughs> like, you're being criminals. Women and accountability—they don't go together. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> they don't, they don't man. They don't. I'm sorry to say, women do not hold themselves accountable for a lot of the stuff they do. But I mean, that's another story. That's another story. Um, yeah, yeah but uh, spoiler alert ahead in case you haven't seen the Twinderson Swindler, because we are probably going to break it down here. It's not really surprising that the girl who kind of asked you out wanted to go on a date though because when i looked at the tw- tinder swindler at the end of it he was still able to find people despite the fact that the story is pretty out there now like he still yeah. had ended up getting a girlfriend so i mean money talks so i'm not really that surprised but i can't believe how much this guy was able to finesse people and at first, when I so when I first watched, or sorry, when I first heard about the story because people were talking about the documentary, when they explained it to me, I was like, "Oh, that's swag! This guy literally just went on dates and finessed girls out of thousands of dollars." I was like, "That's that's dope! Like, well, who like who wouldn't want to be able to do that?" But then when I watched the film, I was like, "Oh, okay, it was way more like of an engrossing, of an engrossing act." Like I didn't know that he kind of pretty much planned this out. Um, and he'd been scamming since basically he was 15 years old. And then I guess when he got arrested that first time, when he came out, he realized he could finesse people in a way better way with Tinder now and was able to kind of build this whole team to be able to get these women to basically fall in line and, and end up paying him money. So I will give him props on be, be able being able to come up with this scheme of getting other women to pay for your like vacations and dates and your like hotels and and cars and all that shit like that is a genius play because you're not spending any of your money none of his names 
were sorry, none of his his name was on any of the documents, so none of it could really be traced back to him. And I don't know, the whole scheme itself, I think, is is genius in and of itself. But he's definitely a scumbag. Like this is probably one of the shittiest things you you could definitely do to someone for obviously various reasons. Because I felt so bad for some of the girls just because of the fact that. You know, they think that they're doing something super nice for someone who's super close to them. Like but they're no, but they're just they're fucking greedy too, though. Like, <laughs> just get annoyed. In what way? Natives. In what like, way? The red flag. Well, what do you mean? Oh, because they want because they want to live that lifestyle. You mean? Yeah, what you're saying. it was like they couldn't find anyone. I'm sure they could have found tons of people. They just didn't have private jets. Like, come for on. sure, like, for sure. To get your grind, do your thing. It's shitty, kind of what happens. But people are donating money to fucking. Rich women in one of the first world best amazing places ever. Climb yourself out of debt, bitch. Like, are you kidding me? People are actually struggling from non-stupid shit they did. They live in one of the best fucking social security countries in the world. And people are sending shit on GoFundMe when you'd be sending it to a million other places except pretty blonde girls that have a fucking brain the size of a corn nut. Like, nah, I was as soon as I saw the GoFundMe for them, I was fucking pissed oh wait there's a GoFundMe to fund their to pay off their debts to help them get off on their feet and shit oh yeah that's fucked up because i I actually looked at one of the girls profiles the pernilla chick she her well because they're friends now her and um i can't remember what the other girl's name is off the top of my head but her and the first shit they've they've gone on vacations like they're they're pretty much out of debt now so it's kind of fucked up that like people were doing GoFundMe's to get them back out you just you just declare bank when you when it's lots and lots of money like you just declare bankruptcy. There's a couple of things you can't do for seven years, and but you put some money away that they don't know about, and you're you're Gucci. Like rich people, fucking bankruptcy is different than I have five dollars bankruptcy. Yeah, for sure. And uh, here's another. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'm done. No, I was just gonna say here's another thing too because. I was talking to my sister about this and she was saying the amounts that they were able to get in terms of loans, most people wouldn't be able to get like those types of loans. And let me say, just saying like, there's definitely race involved because if it was any other race, they would not be after like the first two loans, you probably wouldn't be able to prove to you to get like one of the third loans. So that was, that was another thing that kind of compounded on that. But I, I just, I do feel somewhat bad in terms of them being scammed. Like as a human being, I know it is their fault because one of the things that I say, and one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is that if you don't have the money to give, never give it. Never, yeah. I don't care who it is. Favor, like, then you don't like, just like, don't expect it back. Exactly. You don't have the money. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't care who it is, even if it's your mom, your your dad, your spouse, your brother, whoever. If you don't have that money to give, like, don't give it. If you know that you can give it and you're fine with not getting it back, that's what you should expect. Because anytime you lend someone money, 99% of the time, you're not getting that money back. So that's probably one of the biggest takeaways from this that I saw in terms of it. Um and yeah, that's just a, a rule that I've learned too. Cause I remember I gave some dude in, it wasn't even in high school, but I knew him from high school. And I remember one time he was like DMing people asking for money, I guess. And he asked me for 10 bucks and I know 10 bucks isn't a lot, but at this point I was still like a broke student or whatever. And I, I hadn't talked to this guy in years. So I was like, man, like it's 10 bucks. You'll probably give it back to me. So it's like, whatever. Like I tossed in the 10 bucks and literally like, I probably asked that guy for that money for a good like five, six months, and he never gave it back to me. Like it was ten dollars too. Like, it's, like that's an easy thing to give someone back. And I never got yeah. it back. And pretty much 
from that moment on, I was like, I know if I can't lend someone the money and like be fine with not getting it back, I'm just never going to lend them the money because you're not going to get it back. So there's no point in doing it. Um, but yeah, I, I thought um, I thought it was a really good documentary. It was it was hilarious. I couldn't believe. I mean, off the first date, I guess I know why that girl got swindled. Because if you see a guy who's like a billionaire and you read about him or whatever, and you think that he's coming from this type of money, this guy took her on a first on, on a what do you call it? on a flight on a private jet, a private jet on her first date just to grab a coffee with him. Like I, yeah. that that's super impressive. So I know a lot of girls would fall for that, and especially girls who believe in that whole like Disney love story type thing. So I can definitely see why they kind of got trapped in that type of thing but mm-hmm. once you start asking them for the money that's when that's when they should have knew red flag was coming up like even someone- my spidey senses even though i'm looking at the picture of him now on the on the plane just sitting there i'm like this guy's gonna chop me up in pieces in his fucking plane <laughs> he does look a little bit sketch side. i'm not gonna lie there is something a little yeah, bit off just, about how he looks again a maniac he's like they're my enemies and stuff and just like what the dude. i like recorded that that was so fucking funny don't listen to my enemies dude yeah like, you're like, what man like, i don't know how they didn't catch on earlier when he kept saying that my enemies are after me like literally all this guy would talk about are how his enemies are after me. how do you not realize that he's bullshitting about this at this point like what enemies he doesn't even describe who the enemies are he doesn't say like oh they're a rival diamond game or oh they're these guys in um and some kind of gang that want to get back at my dad or something like that. He literally <laughs> just explains to him as, oh, they're my enemies. They're my enemies. He's just better at presentation than actually speaking. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, for like, sure. He, for like, sure. he wasn't, like, spitting crazy game or anything. <laughs> and, like, when he, you know, when he talked or, like, said anything, it wasn't, like, super convincing, like, a car salesman. He's like, I just have all of this. Do you think I can't pay you back? And then, yeah, that yeah. Was that was that. He wasn't, like, It was, it was the here. money that got them. Yeah, it wasn't, like, hey, girl, and does the LL Cool J lips. Like, it was just this fucking geeky white guy. I was like, I'm a prince. Because a lot of those lines, too, that he was sending through text, if you were to send out regularly, like, you're not really getting that kind of play from it. But it's the fact that that first date is, I guess, so lavish that it really reels the women in. And then, what was the text? Um, just him saying, like, like right after the date, just being like, "Oh, like I really like you. I want to like get like if you say off of a first date, I feel like that's pushing it pretty quick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you went on a yeah. normal date to a restaurant, and right after that restaurant date, even if you had sex, like, I feel, I still feel, if you told the girl you liked her immediately after. It would still cause her to be like, oh, like, I think this guy's like way too into me or she would at least have some kind of reservation. But I guess in this situation, because of how like, they're a bit older women, so they're pretty desperate. That too. Yeah, they, they are up there in age as well, too. So I feel like that kind of also adds into the online pushing for it. Um, yeah, the next but, morning for me is always just the like, if I even want to talk to you or I don't, it's just like, oh, I had a good time. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That pussy uh, was all right. She was all right. But yeah, the check scene, like when she uh, when she couldn't get her check cash, I was like, damn, that sucks. She must have had mad, crazy anxiety going through that. Like I, I've had, I've been a poor student where I couldn't pay some bills and stuff like that. I can't imagine being in debt for like $100,000 and not being able to pay it back. Like that shit must have been crazy. Um, the victim blaming after the story came out. It's the internet, so like I'm not really surprised that people were calling them gold diggers and all that shit. Uh, that probably sucked at first, but I mean, comes with the backlash of getting this, getting the story on it. The thing um, is, 
the thing is every guy would do the same thing if they could like if there was like a pretty decent looking girl baddie who would treat you to all that shit and stuff you'd be oh, on yeah. Board oh, yeah for sure like and the guys like yo that's what you get for not getting with like guys who live with their parents in their basement <laughs> instead and, they're like, and it's like i mean it is kind of gold digging but it's human nature men women anyone who had the opportunity would would do it you know what i mean yeah women women like, want security above most yeah. and being Plus, able to financially provide is is a huge like green flag for being able to provide security so yeah like my mom used to always say it's just (laughs) just as easy to love uh a rich man it is as it is a poor man so like you know what i mean you might as well just make things easier and stick with the poor rich guy yeah that's a very Uh, very uh wise saying from your mother there i know i'm I'm, I'm like mom please do not talk to my side things and exes because <laughs> i don't need them getting that you will ruin me. Yeah. yeah that's that's my bread and butter like are you kidding me <laughs> are you girls for personality or what because that's all oh, man. you guys paying for both the meals um fuck i had a couple of stories about that too but the last while i've been getting called out every episode by some girl um what? We haven't said anything that crazy in the last few episodes, I don't think. Um, like, last episode, you had a story, but we didn't even get to it, so it couldn't have been last episode. No, it was... I don't know. It was, it's, like, before that, I don't think they all started one, but there's one, the hinge one we were talking about. Uh, oh, yeah, that probably... <laughs> probably yeah, yeah. Favorite. <laughs> and then there was one about where I was talking about a this girl that I'm completely done with or whatever... And she was just a distraction. She heard that one too and like broke into tears. Um, another one where my It's ex always heard. those episodes, though. It's never any of the other episodes. It's always like the one episode where you say one thing about the one person. That's that's the one that they tune in to check into. And they're like, oh shit, I heard you talk about me. And then they start getting upset about it. Yeah. And then I got my ex, which was a headache. So that just fucking whatever. And then um so I'm like, I'm like, I got some good Tinder Swindler stories <laughs> over the years, but I'm like, uh, I mean, it's in the past. Like, yeah, we're not mentioning okay. names. Like, no one knows it's you. <laughs> I mean, except you, of course, but oh, nobody else my knows. <laughs> God, yeah, no. It was only the, the only time was okay when I first got to Toronto for that like six months when when I went back, not um, not when we first met, but when I went back to the PR thing. Yeah. They fucked up, like, my job, first of all, ripped me off um, and held my checks for so long. And then, um, and then my, stu- my payment for school or whatever took so much and stuff like that. My student loan took forever because they fucked up all this shit. Um, I was lit, but I was like, I'm in a new city. I want to, like, do stuff in that. But I'm, like, broke until all this shit comes in. <laughs> And, like, the amount of backwards hustling that I would do to, like, just go out for drinks and dinner, like, the good old... But I didn't want to be, like, one of those typical guys, like, ooh, forgot my wallet. Like, I had to come up with an elaborate plan, you know what I mean? Like, throw some dirt on my face and act like I just got jumped and stumble into to the restaurant and be like, oh, this what happened here? Like, let's just eat. Oh, the robber must have taken my fucking wallet. Like, 
You gotta, you, you gotta do oh, this last, one and stuff. My twenty bucks yeah. that I had in my pocket. Yeah. Done. <laughs> you gotta do this one. Like, come on and stuff. Um, and what? Just like small like, things like that. I was just like actually on Tinder, and then I start. I would go through Tinder and list like your. Or this was Hinge, and it lists your like profession, right? Yeah. So you can tell. I've lived long enough to know which ones are like empathetic and understanding the by their career and a couple blurbs so I, I just i only click those ones now because i want like that so like i know exactly which ones like oh a nurse like that that matches up a site like a student worker or like social worker you know big, big empathy big hearts you know they understand what whatever's going on with you like i know my demographic and i know they're like cliche um quotes and everything they have on there it's a it's a pretty big science at this point um clear eyes yeah so full there's, hearts, there's, can't lose yeah there's there's definitely i met this girl in the summer off hinge and we hung out a couple times and i was like oh i need to like i'm back in van right now and i'm gonna stay with my parents and she's like we we're just like talking she's like i was like i gotta move soon or whatever we'd hung out three times she's like move in with me i'm like what what like she's like just move in with me and i was like we've gone on three dates and stuff and she's like trying to convince me to move in with her and i was like fuck i hated my parents so much so i ended up staying at her place and like for a while and i was like oh fuck i can't just move in with someone that i just met but i was like, yes. that was she crazy because was she white? Was she wild? Like, how was that situation? I couldn't imagine moving with someone after three days. I, she was just, I don't know. She's just like, I met you so quick. She's like, I knew I loved you as soon as I met you. Mm. Was she clean? Was she like a good roommate? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, no, she did. Like, she was a bit of like a party, like party animal type thing. But she was like clean, had two jobs, had her shit together her own place and everything and like super clean and and it wasn't awkward at all either or no no because it was like we used to talk way back um but never really hung out we talked a lot lot and then so when there's there's like some familiar yeah we never met each other but then she was just like push things so forward and that it was like okay well i've definitely done my share of tindle swindles so (laughs) Sounds like a wild life to live, man. I kind of would want to see what it's like to move in with a girl after three days. It sounds. I mean, yeah, now I'm kind of old for that. I don't. I don't know if I would want to do it now, but in my twenties, yeah, I'd give it a shot. I mean, yeah. Look, I I didn't make it, so I like didn't have anywhere to go. You know what I mean? That would be fucked. Like if you move to a new city with a girl you don't know or anything, but like she was across town. I could just, if it was whack, I could just go stay with my parents. Like, yeah. it was no, it's not a big risk. Like, I won't move to fucking Toronto with a girl I only hung out three times with. But yeah, there's, I don't know, there's too many, there's, there's too many to even can. Bro, they oh, gotta I, make a documentary about you. Bro, <laughs> you know what I wanna do? I wanna do that one. And I've, I met with this film producer, writer, or whatever. <laughs> I wanna do a summer short. Of that time, that those stories where I worked as the shirtless bartender. Yeah, that job was crazy. <laughs> and all the stories of it, and like the details. That job was nuts. 
Yeah, I met with this like screenwriter. She's my friend, but she's like, I told her about it. And she's like, oh my God, I have to write this into a story. Like, this is fucked. I was like, because I haven't even told everyone all the stories. Anyway, so I was like, okay, I want to do that one too. But yeah, it was just funny. And there's a couple like other Tinder ones, Tinder ones too, like the or Hinge. I went on a couple on two of them. And I just would sit there. I was like, I can't stand these people. And I just like look at them and on the day yeah i was just like despise them for some reason and i never got that like even on a bad date i just make the best of it but with this date i was like i couldn't even handle her like there's nothing even wrong with her i just despised her and i just like i put my money down and just walked out i was like i can't do this oh man how many bad dates do you think you've been on um well i wouldn't even consider though i'm probably their bad date there's like nothing wrong with them (laughs) I'm the one who just pieced in the middle of it. Um, probably not that many, like two or three. Yeah, I, honestly, for me too, I'll put it in the same ballpark. Probably like two I could think of. What one was because she was one. Well, the worst one was because she was a, not a catfish, but she catfished me in a sense. She just yeah. didn't look what like what her picture was, and I kind of should have known a little bit, but. Mm-hmm. And actually, no, it wasn't even that bad. It was she was she was cute. She was definitely attractive. It was just that when I saw her in person, she was bigger than I expected her to be. So like I knew she was I knew she was on the bigger side, which I'm fine with. But when I saw her, I was like, oh, okay, you're even bigger than that. So that was already off rip, kind of like putting a damper in my situation. And then secondly, on the date itself. I don't know. We just didn't have that much in common. It was a pretty awkward day. Like normally I can ask questions and like, I can have a good conversation with the woman, but on that yeah. day I was struggling to kind of like have a talk with her. Um, so yeah, I kind of went off the rails in that sense. And I was just like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work essentially. Uh, so yeah, I think the spot but- I chose was a little bit too fancy as well too. Like it was a little bit too much. Did you guys eat? Um, I can't remember. I know we had wine. I can't remember if we ate something though. I never eat on first date. Why? Because it's like just to go for drinks after. Because it just if it sucks, I just want to get out there as quick as possible. <laughs> not wait, wait for my meal. Like I'll go for a drink with her. I'm like, oh, I ate already. Where do you want to go for a drink at like nine? And then I go at nine. And then if it's good, I'm like, oh. Um, I still want to hang out. It's like, let's go for a drink and an appetizer. I know somewhere that's like good, but like, because you get a meal, you have to sit there, and even if you don't eat it all, you have to ask them to box it up and stuff. But just go with the straight drink first. Yeah, fair enough. I usually go with the drinks too, just because, like you said, it's pretty casual. But I mean, we might grab some food if, if either one of us is hungry at one point in the night and kind of want yeah, to yeah. eat something. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm just saying but... that's usually my go to. <laughs> But yeah, I guess fair enough. Yeah, I don't first dates. I don't really do meals. I know I've done a meal because the girl didn't drink. So like when we went on the date, Oof. we ended up eating. Um, Deal breaker. <laughs> yeah, for you. Uh, you you can date a girl that will never drink like not even a glass of wine. Yeah, that's easy for me. Jesus, it's not that hard. Because I mean, if she's fun. if she's in it, if she's if she's talkative or if she's into something else and and i'm not talking like cocaine but if she like smokes weed or something or she's even if she's sober and she's just able to hold a conversation like that's all that really matters because even now like i'm kind of waning off of drinking like if i go out i don't necessarily feel like i like 
would have to drink. Whereas back when I was younger, I know for like a date, I'd be like, okay, like I know at least after like one or two drinks to kind of like loosen up a bit. But even now, like I feel like I could just go on a date and not really have a drink and still be fine. So wild. I still fucking take one or two shots before my first date. <laughs> yeah, we you told That's us the story three weeks ago. I think <laughs> I still do. <laughs> this guy it. pulled up almost blacked out to the date. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I remember I got um, I she just actually messaged me like my first like girlfriend that I fell in love with. She just texted me on Valentine's Day, like an old What'd she card. Say? That, just like an old card. We just laughed. It was like an old card that I had sent her and like oh, flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she sent a picture of that to me, and like we were on and off so much. Um, and then we were like getting back together, and our first date was I can't remember going to some restaurant, but the lineup was so packed. So we just went and sat in my car and passed the two six of vodka back and forth. And then um, just <laughs> ended up watching a movie in the car and drinking like a full two six of vodka. I was like, this is the most romantic Valentine's Day ever. So you guys went to a drive-in? What? You went to a drive-in? No, we had like a laptop with movies on it. So we just Oh, okay, okay popped that baby in and sat there waited for our thing and it was so funny though because we look over in the car looking over us it's like jesus christ these 20 year old kids are fucking slamming vodka bottles in their car sometimes i'll buy those mini airport ones to take with me right before and i'll slam it and then go in the restaurant i mean that's pretty smart that's not that's not really that bad to be honest yeah and if it's right before, that makes sense too, because you're not gonna be slant, you're not gonna be wasted like yeah. by the time you sit down. So it'll probably hit you the right time. Too. Like wait, I don't get wasted till like seven or eight. Like Fair I could drink up to four without people noticing for sure. I don't even know what my number is anymore. Cause I've been drinking a in a while, so I don't even know what my number is now. But we gotta, we'll figure that one out. Yeah, we'll see. I mean shit's opening back up, thank God. So Life should um should be very interesting in the next few couple months actually. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess we're done with the tender swim there. The last thing I want to say about it though, real quick before we move on to the other topic, is one, if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. It's a it's a really good watch. But this was the best part, and this was my favorite part about the entire movie, is the fact that he had his quote unquote girlfriend originally, but then when he went to Greece, he met that Russian chick, and then basically got his girlfriend to fund the date and the summer vacation that he went on with this Russian chick for that entire summer month. So he's sending her messages saying how urgent it is that he needs the money and these funds to be sent to him. Whilst the entire time, this man is just chilling in Greece and a whole bunch of other countries on, um, on resorts, having the finest of food, drinking the finest of wines, chilling with one of the finest women and like just living it up. But his girlfriend is essentially the one on the hook for all of these payments and shit. That was swaggy and pretty hilarious. So is that's there all anything I to illegal say. about that? I mean, everything about what he did was illegal. The problem is in order to be caught, you have to, um, they have to be able to prove it. And the smart thing about what he did and why, why the scheme works so well for him is I guess after he came out the first time out of jail, he realized that he could build this scam way better than he did before. Um, so he has one of the things that helps him scapegoat this is that he has his business partner who builds like the fake companies or whatever. 
And they're able to say that these people are employed. So that's how they're able to get the money off of uh, American Express and all those other people. Because that's what he did with his girlfriend. Like He's like, oh, I'll, I'll employ you. And then we can say that the money is for these business expenses and then we'll be able to do it. But because she's willingly giving the money, there's nothing really inherently illegal about what he's doing because they're willingly giving it. And on top of it, all the documents are not in his name. There's nothing that's tied to him. So there's no proof that he's the one who's actually doing this. He gives a whole bunch of fake names and stuff um, and is able to do it. So I'm sure if they're able to find like the business and like the back end of that, then yeah, they could probably build a case and be like, okay, yeah, like we can get you for fraud on this. But outside of that, it's like, you'd have to go through so much work and he's never in one place at one time either. He's always on the go. So that also makes it very difficult for him to get caught as well too. So it's hard to try, tie anything to him directly because of all the loopholes that he has. But I mean, it is illegal, but it's just not able to get caught unless you're willing to really track him down and build the case. So where is he right now? He's in Israel. And then funny enough, he has a new girlfriend who's like actually into him, I guess, um, despite the fact that he's still scamming. He even scammed like families and shit when he was younger, like. The, t- the tender thing only became new recently, but he was scamming yeah. way before that. So they all find new cons, man. Genius, bro. Uh, you should get on like... this, bro. Like <laughs> you, well, you, it's have, like, honestly, though, you have the it's... low level version of this guy, essentially. No, because I have way, <laughs> but you have a heart. All, <laughs> I, yeah, I have, I have too much of like, so whenever I, I do, like I have enough of a heart that when I, or I don't have enough of a heart that I still allows me to do shitty things. But I have enough of a heart that I feel terrible yeah, and it ruins yeah, yeah. me for like weeks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Like, I'll, I won't stop me. That's the same thing like with girls and stuff. You break their. It's like okay, it won't stop me from doing shitty things and breaking their heart. But the next couple of months, I feel destroyed and feel so bad. And like, so if I like stole from like a family who needed it or something, and then I'm like, okay, I need this, and they just be sitting there for months not enjoying my money because I'm like. Fuck, what if they're, like, homeless now or something? I'm not that much of a psycho. But, I mean, I'm not against a little bit of scam here and scam there. Especially when you get the right people. Like, if I could go to Walmart and steal every single thing, I would. Like, people who, like, defend those corporations and that, no. Yeah, I'll never never understand bootlickers, man. What? I'll never understand bootlickers, like the people who defend large corporations or billionaires and all that shit. It's like, bro, they don't even know you. They don't give a fuck about you. No, it's not that they don't even know them. They hate them. They purposely fuck up all all their employees. Like, they have it set up with the government for financial assistance to give their employees because McDonald's doesn't, like, if you need 35 hours for full time, they'll give you 30. So you can't make 35. And then they go to the government assistant and say, you have to cover the rest. And it costs nothing out of Wendy's pocket and or, uh, Walmart's pocket. And they pay and the government pays them hundreds of millions of dollars because they refuse to do it. And the owner, the Walmart owners are the fucking top three richest people in the world. Like it's pieces of shit. Man. I don't understand how we don't just revolt and kill these people. Like it's insane that we just let so much inequality exists like it's fine we're too, we're too Some, pacified that's why i know but like someone just needs a snap man like you know like steven paddock but not that innocent people yeah there's, we, 
We, there's got to be a way to organize, but it's it's got to be you got to collect people online and then do it offline essentially. But I feel like people are already. I feel like fear is probably the biggest one. It holds a lot of people back because they're scared of like what would happen next, like not oh, being able sure. to to feed themselves because people are already living paycheck to paycheck. So it's like technically they don't really have anything to lose, but like at the same time too because we do live in the first world. Like you still do have some, yeah. you have enough luxuries to where you feel like you're still like but doing decently well, but that's all part of their plan though. That's always even like back in the surf days and everything to keep us occupied enough that we can't fight back. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. the point of the system is everyone just trying to get by and they know. And then you so just the focus more, on some other yeah. shit too, like so celebrities and, shit. and less educated and busy we are the less chance we revolt and it's just like it's so disheartening like just fuck man hey man i don't know gen z is kind of catching on they seem like they're kind of learning more about it so yeah i hope yeah they are i just hope they're willing to get murdered (laughs) like we're they're gonna like it's gonna go down swinging i 100 am like i will be i'll be the first guy i'll be the first guy charging the white house and just (laughs) planes all rains all over the front lawn everyone's like ooh, turn around time to go oh man all right let's move on to connie real quick because connie was wilding this week um so here's a meme that i'm reading off of so for this week in Kanye news connie went to the super bowl with his face covered Kanye sent Kim a truck full of flowers. And I should also note that the flower truck said crystal clear, which is what, um, and spelt with K's, which is what Kanye's vision is. He also roasted Kim's boyfriend calling, <laughs> calling Pete skeet now. <laughs> uh, broke up with his girlfriend, Julia Fox told skeet he will never meet his children and he cut off cutty and all this happened before tuesday hit so that was the early wrap up of what has of what connie has been up to um he also got blasted online apparently about his caps lock usage and then decided to <laughs> decided to uh change from doing that um which people were saying was probably his pr like manager or whatever that got his phone yeah. and then eventually he got his phone back and was like fuck that i'm gonna just, i'm gonna keep using caps lock which is hilarious uh but yeah no connie has been in the news quite a bit which i don't know i guess that kind of to me leads towards maybe he is gonna drop the album but i don't even think that this is more album related i think it's probably more of his tv show related just movie? kind of building more yeah the movie the sorry, first episode's right. out right now oh yeah did that already drop yeah, i thought it came out this night. friday no, the first one's right now. I just I'm about to fire it up after this. What? Okay, hold on. Yeah. I gotta check that. One hundred percent. Or wait, yeah, it was. To, or was it today? I thought it was Friday. Was it Friday? Gotta get. Down well, just, why am I even googling it? Just go to fucking Netflix. <laughs> Jesus. It is. Oh yeah. It is. Oh no no. Well, okay, Act 2, so I guess Act 1 is out? This is Act 1, yeah. Oh, yeah, Act 1 is out. Oh, shit. An hour and 30 minutes. Oh, my God. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, maybe he's just building hype for that since it's out. Um, But, yeah, pretty interesting week. Do you think he's going to get Kim back? Do you think he really wants her back? Do you think he's going to get her back? I mean, the only reason, the only way he gets Kim back, if this was, like, a whole publicity stunt, um, 
That's the oh, only way. Oh, and they're like they're kind of in on it type thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I like okay. He has the Donda rollout. He has this movie coming out. He has Pete has something coming out. Like Chris Jenner never stops working. Like <laughs> I could like, even Julia know, Fox has something coming out too. I think. Yeah, and she she got her benefit out of this. She's like already has a book or whatever. And like I just don't. And people are like people are being like yo like so worried for Kim because he's like being verbally and domestically abused or whatever. I'm like yo any normal situation fine like if that's your boy or something or like that i'd be like yeah put this guy in a three-day hold like get her away from this woman and stuff but like these people fucking dug their grave this is the lifestyle they wanted kanye didn't even want to be in the center of tension of their um filming the shows and stuff and you want to like stay out of that and like obviously yeah he's having a manic attack and stuff and you should probably not let him be around his kids too much right now but um it's just like I, a big part of me thinks this manufactured to a degree, and uh, and so I'm just like I don't. Know. And it's some of the shit. And I feel bad because I totally get why it, like trigger normal people, like you know, normal woman men go through this and those types of messages and off their handles and shit like that. So I truly feel for them. But the, his tweets the last few days are way too fucking funny, man. Yeah, these IG posts he's been putting up are wild some people were putting them up on twitter and i couldn't tell if they were real or not because of how out there and outlandish they were i was mm-hmm. like yo did he actually say this shit or is he just fucking around um but yeah they've uh i, I didn't really look into too many of them because i'm not really of the mind of like yo let me go watch what Kanye's doing on uh on ig i will say the time that he did the twitter thing it was it was pretty that was probably like a very interesting day but um, this IG one was just kind of like next level with it. Um, so I haven't really tuned into too many of them, but I could, I don't, I don't know. I can see kind of why he does it just because it does really promote what he's doing. Like he was trending whilst the Super Bowl was kind of on. Um, but yeah, I don't know. For me, I, I, I think I just had too much of that version of Kanye. I'm just all, I'm just there for his music and whatever creative endeavors he does. Um, and like if he does an interview or whatever, I'll check it out. But in terms of his antics, I'm just kind of over it. I don't really want to see all that on the internet, especially with him and Kim. Like the fact that they keep pushing like whatever relationship stuff they're going through online is super annoying. I I don't need to hear about these celebrities and and what they're doing in their in the in their free time and what they want to do with their love life and stuff like that. So that part bothers me. But yeah, no, I I mean I agree to. Um, the caption and everything like just fucking sent me though this last time like the the last couple of days i'm still laughing though about that um honestly i feel like we're gonna get fucking classics the movie is supposed to be so dope and then we get donda too soon like he's working he's out there like and his sound the last features he's done the have you heard the fibio one Dude, that Fibio song, I've been playing it for so long these past two days. Like, literally every day, just on it's a repeat. Banger, right? It's amazing. It's so good. I don't know about Kanye's verse. Like, I think it's all right from Kanye's verse. But the song itself, just how it's constructed in terms of, yeah. like, the musicality of it. It sounds like um, uh, Empire State of Mind from Jay-Z and... Um, yeah, with, drill, with a drill beat on it. Yeah. It sounds so much that, but, like, just a newer version of it, essentially. Yeah. So what it's an anthem for sure. It's, it's definitely going to be one of the biggest and songs. Then him and, I like the song with him in the game feature too. 
Uh, I haven't listened to that one yet. Still. Uh, okay. So, but like, yeah, I, I have a feeling we're going to get a classic from him. His best album since. Um, well, Donna 2 was good. So. Yeah, it was good. But I still think uh, Life of Pablo. If he can condense this next album into something less than those 20 plus songs, it'll be really yeah. well received. Fair. Because the more songs you have, the harder it is for me, someone to be like, oh, this album's amazing. Because yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. like, oh, like I'm only going to take these out of it. But True, true, true. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's pretty, mu- that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, the Super Bowl for me, I-, I liked it because I did like some of the side bets and stuff, but I actually didn't find it that entertaining this year. The halftime show was was good. I wouldn't say it's the best one yet. It definitely hit to home because those are artists that we all grew up with and stuff, especially the millennial generation. So we know them very well. But I still do think like Prince and Michael Jackson's performances were like legendary performances as well too um so i don't know if it's the best one but it was up there and i don't know if it was my tv but i couldn't really hear like mary j blige that well and 50 cents vocals were kind of off on on the broadcast as well too i think it was more so the broadcast and i'm actually like fucking up but yeah but yeah i I thought it was good all all i took from it was that we need more kendrick um He's definitely got a drop soon because I want to listen to another album from his. Like his music just hits a little bit differently. Uh, it'd be cool to see all five of them be on tour. Like I've seen people pushing for that after they watched the Super Bowl uh, halftime party. I think that'd be a cool idea, to be honest. That'd be a dope ass tour. And yeah, I'm glad uh, Aaron Donald got a ring. Like that's pretty cool. Um, same with Matt Stafford, I guess. But I don't know. The, the Super Bowl just wasn't hitting for me that this year. I, don't, I just wasn't really invested in it as normally I am. Like, normally, like, oh, yeah, like, I really want to watch it, but this year was just, like, I could do without watching it. Even though I watched yeah. it, I was just, like, it wasn't that, it was that much of a thing. It was so, doing other shit. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Okay, I gotta, I gotta go. I'm looking for it. I gotta... All right. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, that'll do All it for right. episode 118 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms as iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and now Reason FM. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Appreciate for tuning in. Love everyone. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.